parental discretion advised. This for them 2A, pistol packing, logical carry, pull the strap out in my church, I'm a berry, got a wife, two kids, thinking about a terrier, picking fits, American dream, this America, say what you want, that's freedom of speech, better use respect when talking to me, I got these SJWs, talk from a seat, OMP, UTE all like a beach, shit, we all seen it, Live like a fraud, fraud, act like a fraud, fraud, bark like a dog, dog. accept this inclusion, tolerate it all, fraud. I'm taking a stand so your boy like, no. no, if we don't wake up today, that may not be tomorrow, no. calling out these fucking frauds and I ain't even sorry, mainstream news and disinformation party, so don't move your motherfucking switch, you retard, if you listen to that bullshit, that ain't even smart. Have you spewing out fake news? Get you ripped apart. But this is Mr. P.I. and this civilian hey. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Mr. P.I. coming straight at you, bringing you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news. Because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. You feel me? Today going to be a crazy one, folks. You know what I'm saying? Pretty sure some of y'all remember me discussing how they're going to try to use this COVID shit to come take your kids. Well, turns out we were actually correct and shit because they are already moving forward with these processes in other countries as we speak. Uh, UN uh, COVID hoax wants your children. You already should know. Uh, we actually got the uh, World Health Organization coming out saying that the pandemic could last for two more years. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy and shit. We got uh, some news on that Democratic National Convention. That joint was full of shit. You already should know. I think it's uh, fucking hilarious how these people literally think we're going to fall for this trick one more time. And hopefully we don't. You feel me? But, uh, yeah, that's uh, I'm definitely sending out the warning because shit is dangerous, my nigga. You understand what I'm saying? And literally, we're going to have some uh, Donald Trump news coming up. You know what I'm saying? You already know he's doing some things with this, uh, these vaccine trials and all that shit that I'm completely, like, red flagged on. But in a way, I, I see what he's doing. He's like, well, the motherfuckers going to keep their money in the stock market if they think, you know, vaccines is going to be the next wave and shit. And if they don't think the, you know, country going to be vaccinated and open back up, they're going to take all their money out and that's going to collapse the market. So I guess that's what he worried about. I don't know. It remains to be seen. We got some Laura Lightfoot news coming up. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be crazy. That woman is crazy. You already should know. So, you know what I mean? It's going to be a very interesting one today and shit. And, uh, you know, we're going to see what's what. And we got a whole bunch of shit. And it's just going to be ridiculous. So uh, don't move your motherfucking switch. It's your boy. You already should know. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Mr. P.I. Coming straight at you. Bring you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news. Because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. You feel me? Hey, listen, man. It's crazy out there. You know what I'm saying? They trying to cancel us and shit. We need your support right now. More than ever. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? If you can donate 99 cents to our Patreon, if you can donate 
99 cent to our cash app, Mr. PI55, you know what I'm saying, with the cash on in front of it. Listen, man, we need y'all support. We got to build our own independent system. If we don't build our own independent system and stay depending upon uh, these apps and all that shit, they're going to have the control to shut us down whenever they want. They just tried to take... They just tried to scrub the internet of 95 episodes of pure fucking fire. And that's ridiculous, man. And so if you want to stand up to motherfucking oppression and, ty and tyranny, you know what I mean? Definitely get down with your boy. Go check me out at my Patreon over at uh, Civilian Talk with Mr. P. Over at Patreon. And definitely check us out on that motherfucking cash app if you got it right now. You already know. We need your help more than ever and shit, man. It's going crazy out here. It's absolutely insane. And you already know. It's your boy. Hey, Trump, what's the name of that shit that came from uh, China again, dog? You what's the name of that shit? You talking about COVID. COVID. To be specific, COVID-19. That then gets further and further away from China as opposed to calling it the Chinese virus. Come, come, come flu. The Chinese virus. Come, come flu. The, the, the Chinese virus. Don't you understand, you dumb son of a bitch? Calling it come flu. The, the, the Chinese He's got the sniffles. That's a case. That's a case. Kung flu, the Chinese virus. The Chinese virus. You. The, the, the He lied. I, I, I say hundreds of thousands of lives. There was only one person that died. And they eighteen. I ran for politics once, then I became president. Oh, you are so lucky I'm president. Oh, There's a limit to what we can do. I stand before you today to declare what? The Chinese virus come through. The, 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 the Chinese virus. Ch -ch Don't you understand, you dumb son of a bitch? Calling it. You know what? This country's in big trouble. Big trouble. So, we back. You already know, you know what I'm saying? It's absolute insanity going on right now and shit, you know what I'm saying? And I'm literally trying to figure out why the fuck is we being bottlenecked into a vaccine and shit. But let me give you a scenario real fast, right? So you take your kid to school. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you go to work. You get a phone call like, yo, there's been an outbreak at your kid's school. You know, uh, just so happened, it happened in the class your, your kid was in, so, you know, we're going to have to take your kid to an undisclosed location and quarantine him, as well as prep him for vaccination.
What you gonna say? They gonna call you to the school to let you know that you're not picking your kid up today. What, what you gonna say? Yeah, cause the shot gonna, gonna blow his ass right in the fucking air, nigga. I mean, personally, if I take my kid to school, right, and the school called me up talking about, hey, come to the school real fast, you know, we got something to tell you, and I get there, I'm like, hey, where my kid at? Oh, he went to a VHS got him. Yeah, we just wanted to let you know that uh, he won't be coming home this evening. And uh, we hope you don't feel no type of way about it. My eyeballs gonna pop out of my motherfucking head. They gonna vaccinate your kids and then tell you for the people that don't want to vaccinate their kids and don't want to be vaccinated with the uh, RNA vaccine and nanotechnology. They gonna tell you the only way to get your kids back, the only way to get your kids back is to get vaccinated. That's what they're going to say. If you don't have the vaccination parent, we can't give your kid back because you're putting them at risk of catching the COVID once again. So for all y'all that think y'all not going to get the vaccine, for all y'all that know that y'all not going to argue about getting the vaccine, y'all getting it regardless. You know, sheep to the uh, slaughter and shit. Laugh to the slaughter. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I mean, I, I mean, for the person that says they not getting the shot, what the fuck you gonna do, bro? Fuck is you gonna do? You know, every time you take your kid to school, you relinquish your rights to the state. Did you know that? Every time, you know what I'm saying, you drop your kid off at school, you are giving your rights over to the state until you return. But in this case, it's going to be no return until you get the vaccination. So you, are you getting a vaccination? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm telling you to ask yourself. Are you are you getting it? You know what I'm saying? Because right now in the fucking UN, they are literally snatching your fucking kids up out of their homes. You know what I'm saying? In the name of saving them from the COVID. Although science has proven kids has the least chance of catching the COVID. You have the smallest chance. The United Nations is using COVID-19 crisis to creep into our homes, crush our families, and establish a new world order system. A war on freedom and individuals is, ex is expanding under the cover of a pandemic as we trade our liberties in for security. I mean... How long are you going to trade your liberties in for security? That's a real question. You know what? Let's do it.
So if you take one thing from my words tonight, it is this. If you think things cannot possibly get worse, trust me, they can and they will if we don't make a change in this election. Mm. If we have any hope of ending this chaos, we have got to vote for Joe Biden like our lives depend on it. Wow. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Big Mike's telling you he's going to break your kneecaps if you don't do what he says. Major universities have just announced that you will not be allowed to leave campus and that you will all have to have a issued cell phone authorized that has a tracker app on it and that if you leave for the entire semester, you will be expelled. Syracuse University is using an app called Spatter EDU to track students' locations on campus. Do you find it creepy that the university has access to your location? Uh, yeah, I don't think that I would be okay with something like that. In regards to privacy and professionalism, I don't think it's necessary for a professor to know who I am. I mean, students pay a lot of money to go to school, and if they want to not attend that class, I think that's their choice. Everywhere you go will be tracked. You will live in a bubble. Basically, you'll have a ankle bracelet, but it's a phone. This has been the plan, but now it's official. And that's what Bill Gates is saying. Everyone will have these. You will not leave your house without one. Also, the UN has announced, and it's now happening, they're going to take your children while they test you and see if you have COVID. So it's about power. It's about total control. I am especially concerned about the well-being of the world's children. Thankfully, children have so far been largely spared from the most severe symptoms of the disease. But their lives are being totally upended. I appeal to families everywhere and leaders at all levels protect our children. And it's about destroying the economy and vertically integrating things. They also say at these universities you can only go to the stores they authorize. And you tattle on people not wearing masks, then it's going to be those that don't have their inoculation records on the app. This is the dystopian takeover. But humanity is fighting back. There's major resistance to it. Because this is a warning. As it should be. For what's coming. It's not going to be peace much longer. It's not going to be rah rah. It's not going to be speeches. It's not going to be gathered outside saying Pledge of Allegiance. It's not going to be waving flags. It's going to be real. I've been in combat, and I never want to go back again. But I'm telling you what, I will to save this country. Thank if you. it has to be against our own citizens, it will happen. Thanks. And there's a million people like me, and you won't stop us. Count me in. Take the masks off. Quit masking and muzzling your children. The psychological damage you're doing to them is horrible. I've had six friends kill themselves since it's happened. Veterans who lost their jobs. How do you feel about being complicit in perpetuating that? The greatest toast ever perpetuated on the American people. It's one thing to know that the UN announced they want this. It's another thing to see them implement in live time. step of what they said they would. In live time, though. In Spain though. and in Australia and now in New Zealand, they are taking children from people's homes who are refusing to be COVID tested when they shut down whole tower blocks, showing that's the weakest point to live in under globalist control is in one of those high-rises, obviously. The whole country has moved to alert level two, and that is that, of course, everyone across the country outside of Auckland, we're asking for social distancing, we're asking for those limits on mass gatherings um, again, and we're asking everyone to keep track of where they have been. But they're training the police and locals to accept it, and now we have the newscast, we have the articles, they're on Infowars.com, where they signed on to a WHO directive, because that's who directs the, the COVID hoax response, and they are now taking children. They specifically mention children, and they call it a benefit of the UN. Oh, a benefit. A benefit. Because if they can train you to see men in uniforms 
taking your children away, they can do anything. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the terriblest part is, I tell people shit like this, and then they be like, oh, that's a conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? Why would somebody want to do that? You know what I'm saying? Why would somebody think of that? Because there are fucking billionaires and, and trillionaires with nothing better to do than to prove they can control and puppeteer humanity. Y'all think that shit sound far-fetched, nigga. That shit is a real fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? And the sad part is, we sitting around with the, with the, the thumb twiddling and shit while this shit is happening. Like, and then motherfuckers be, like, I just had a conversation with somebody I knew for a long time. And, like, he was blaming all this shit that didn't have nothing to do with Trump on Trump. And I was pointing out how, yo, that shit has nothing to do with Trump. You know what I'm saying? And he always went back to, man, well, I just don't like him. And that's okay. You can just not like him. But just admit that and not give me bullshit. That you can't factually back up. Oh, he said drink bleach. I said prove it. He looked it up. He never said drink bleach. I'm like, he never said it. There's no, you're not going to find it because he never said it. You know what I'm saying? Main man that was with him was like, yeah, Joe Biden said, you know what I'm saying? Trump said drink bleach and then the media ran with it. I said, bingo. And when he fucking looked it up, it was exactly what the fuck I said. Trump never said that. You know what I'm saying? And so next... Oh, well, uh, uh, well, well, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the shit is crazy, right? So this pandemic shit is designed to destroy America in a lot of times. It's to basically bring in fucking globalism real nice and easy and simple and, you know, everybody get it. You know what I'm saying? COVID pandemic could last for another two years, says the World Health Organization and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Uh, we hope to finish this pandemic in less than two years, especially if we can pool our efforts. Oh, now you want to pool our efforts? You know what I'm saying? When you was taking orders from China, you ain't give a fuck about our efforts. You care what China said. Because they was the one lining your bitch-ass pockets, Mr. Tedros. You know what I'm saying? Uh, COVID pandemic can last another two years, says World Organization uh, Chief. Director Tedros, whatever the fuck his last name is, described COVID-19 as a once-in-a-century health crisis. He's, yeah, he said globalization allows the virus uh, to spread quicker than the Spanish flu, than the Spanish flu did in 1918, but added that the world had technology to stop it, which wasn't around 100 years ago. Uh, we hope to finish this pandemic in less than two years, especially if we can pool our efforts that Tedros on Friday. Uh, 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 who emergency chief Dr. Michael Ryan noted the 1819 pandemic hit the globe in three distant waves and that the second wave, which started during the fall of 1918, they letting y'all know now. That the COVID-19 coming back in the fall, y'all, is going to be just like the flu. It came back. That's why y'all consistently get flu shots and it's doing nothing for you but fucking training your body to kill itself and creating cancer and shit in the process. And then y'all like, well, where did this cancer come from? The SV40, dummy. You know what I'm saying? That's the adjuvant and the flu shot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this virus could display similar wave-like patterns, he said. 
when the virus is not under control, it jumps straight back up. Ryan added that the pandemic's uh, virus uh, often settled into a seasonal pattern that didn't appear to be the case for the COVID-19. So they said it was going to be the worst uh, flu season ever early uh, August fucking 2019. The pandemic show up in fucking November and get to America in January and shit, supposedly. That shit was already around after fucking uh, Black Friday and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the division of game and shit. Started with the whatever the fuck the shit was. It was on money and, and fucking New York is slowly turning into the Division One. If you've never seen the Division One, go go watch some gameplay on fucking on, on YouTube and shit and tell me New York not starting to look like the Division One, nigga. Come on, dog. This shit, they, like, these niggas told us what was coming. Division 2 is, that's in fucking uh, D.C. I'm mad that I asked for fucking Division 3 to be in Philadelphia because that shit gonna have us looking all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? And uh, currently, there is more than 22 million confirmed global cases, more than 795,000 deaths from the COVID, according to the tally by Johns Hopkins University and shit, which we know is fucking, like, you know, you know, come on, man. Like, y'all know this is a joke, right? You know what I'm saying? It's fucking completely outlandish. You know what I'm saying? The fact that we got to fucking, you know, not only put up with this shit, but buy this shit and fucking get sold this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? This shit is fucking ridiculous, bro. And personally, it's pissing me off each time they talk about, oh, some it's a new part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many fucking new parts is it going to be? You know what I'm saying? Dr. Fauci already said, man, wearing a mask is like wearing drawers with your private parts cut out. You know what I'm saying? And then we like, oh, for real? And motherfuckers is running around fucking purchasing that shit with cash, man. That shit is making me the fuck mad, man. Like, on some real shit, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is fucking retarded, man. That shit is fucking retarded. And then you got the fucking president going around announcing all this bullshit. He like, yeah, man, you know, we going, you know what I'm saying? Get this fucking vaccine out as fast as possible because you already know we need the vaccine real quick. Nigga, your own son was hurt by a fucking vaccine and shit. So, I, I mean, I don't know what game he playing and who he playing that shit with, but he fucking making me mad in the process. You feel me? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, you you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. You know what I'm saying? You 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 damned if you will, you damned if you won't. You know what I'm saying? You don't want the shot, they going to try to make you take it. You know what I mean? And then soon you fucking see a nigga and he got a shot in his hand, his face, you going to break it. You know what I'm saying? Because you not fucking taking that shit if you smart. You know what I'm saying? So, with that fucking being said, we're going to slide over to Trump fucking celebrating the fact that he, you know, got therapeutics lined up for the motherfucking folks and shit. And remember, he's going to use the military to, you know, help disperse that shit. And that shit is is making me really, 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 really extremely uneasy. You understand what I'm saying? It's making me extremely the fuck uneasy. And it's like, bro, man, come on, man. You, You better than this. You better than this. Thank you very much, and it's good to see you all. Hope you had a great light is up. your convention, and we're going to have a great convention coming up, and I look forward to it. But before I discuss a very historic breakthrough in our fight against the 
China virus. I'd like to provide an update. I, I do love that part. He always point out it came from China. And the storms in the Gulf of Mexico. Yesterday, I approved a major disaster declaration for California. Spoke to Governor Newsom as they battle two of the worst wildfires in the history of their state. That continues. The federal government has already deployed over 26,000 first responders and personnel to battle the wildfires. We're working very closely with the governor and very closely with uh, a lot of great state representatives and local representatives, and we'll take care of the situation. But we have 26,000 first responders already. Our hearts go out to the thousands of families who have lost their homes as we grieve for the families of two first responders and five residents who have tragically lost their lives. It's been a very horrific fire, one of the, the biggest we've ever seen. Wow. My administration is also closely monitoring Hurricane Marco and Tropical Storm Laura which are coming in rapidly. Hurricane Marco is expected to make landfall in Louisiana tomorrow, and Tropical Storm Laura is expected to hit Louisiana two days later. This is somewhat unprecedented, the, the scope of the storms and also the fact that they come so quickly after one another. Both storms have the potential of gathering strength before they make landfall. They're really low-level storms, significant though. They're like Category the 1, coast 2, coast Jones. Well, I mean, it's still going to fuck some shit up, but they low-level. Stationed and ready to go in Puerto Rico and the Gulf Coast. And we have tremendous and tremendous people. We have uh, FEMA is lined up. We have the uh, Coast Guard ready. The Coast Guard is, has done a fantastic job. They do so many, they do such good work, and we want to thank our great Coast Guard. I'm asking all Americans in the storm's path to follow the instructions of your state and local governments very closely. And I've approved emergency declarations for Puerto Rico and for Louisiana. FEMA is mobilized on the ground and is ready to help. They will be in, in there very quickly, very, very quickly. Oh, you ain't going to do it like Katrina, like Obama did it? Bell Edwards also of Fucking three Louisiana. weeks. And I've uh, informed him and Two at his request weeks. also, a major disaster declaration is signed and ready to go. We have everybody ready in Puerto Rico, the Gulf Coast, Louisiana, and also on the forest fires in California. So we have a great team. Unfortunately, we have some very, very uh, powerful natural disasters. On the therapeutics front, this is what I've been looking to do for a long time. This is a... Great thing. Today I'm pleased to make a truly historic announcement in our battle against the China virus that will save countless lives. The FDA has issued an emergency use authorization, and uh, that's such a, a powerful term, emergency use authorization such for a treatment known term. as convalescent plasma. This is a uh, powerful therapy that transfuses very, very strong antibodies from the blood of recovered patients to help treat patients battling a current infection. It's had an incredible rate of success. Today's action will dramatically expand access to this treatment. And I want to thank Dr. Hahn and uh, Secretary Azar. I want to thank the FDA, all of the people that have been working very hard on this. It showed tremendous potential. This is the only possible, and, and it's only made possible because of 
Operation Warp Speed. That is, everybody working together. We're years ahead of approvals. We would be if we went by the speed levels of past administration. We'd be two years, three years behind where we are today. And that includes in vaccines that you'll be hearing about very soon, very shortly. To deliver treatments and vaccine to save lives, we're removing unnecessary barriers and delays, not by cutting corners, but by marshalling the full power of the federal government. We provided $48 million to fund the Mayo Clinic study that tested the efficacy of convalescent plasma for patients with the virus. Through this study, over 100,000 Americans have already enrolled to receive this treatment, and it has proven to reduce mortality by 35 percent. It's a tremendous number. The FDA, MIT, yeah, Harvard, and Mount Sinai Hospital have also found convalescent plasma to be a very effective method of fighting this horrible disease. Based on the science and the data, the FDA has made the independent determination that the treatment is safe and very effective. Recently, we provided up to $270 million to the American Red Cross and America's Blood Centers to support the collection of up to 360,000 units of plasma. In late July, we launched a nationwide campaign to ask patients to have, who have recovered, and these are patients that have been incredible the way they've uh, donated. But these are people recovered from the virus to donate plasma. Since then, weekly plasma donations have doubled. And today, I once again urge all Americans who have recovered from the virus to go to coronavirus.gov and sign up and donate plasma today, please. It's been uh, really an incredible, just incredible people. The country has uh, united so strongly behind us. And I'll go over the numbers, but if you look at what's happened and the success that we've had that people don't talk about. The United States has experienced the lowest case fatality rate of any major country in the world. You don't hear that. Nope. The European Union's case fatality rate is estimated to be three times higher than that in the United States. Hey. Europe has seen 33% more fatalities compared to a typical non-pandemic year than the United States. And I just want to uh, ask two of our people that have done such a fantastic job, Alex Azar and Stephen Hahn, to say a few words. And But they won't tonight on our show. You already know. And, uh, you know, if you want to look up those folks, you can, you know what I'm saying? I actually encourage that, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? I think that would be a very uh, intelligent thing to do. Check them out, see what's going on. You feel me? But uh, we're about to get political, so I'm going to literally go to a break, and then we're going to come back on the other side, and let's get fucking political you already know it's your boy hey trump man the people told me to ask you man what, what, what what's really the deal with this russia collusion shit man you know what i'm saying they 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 believe in what the news got to say and everything they just buying straight into it so so so, so what's the real deal man am i making this presentation directly to the american people with the media present which is an honor to have you this morning because many of our nations Reporters and folks will not tell you the truth. Okay. Hey, 
back you already know now we're about to kick it over to tucker you know what i'm saying because uh the dnc man these democrats man they they phony as shit and if you believe anything these motherfuckers tell you to be into and shit and you just a, a fucking complete fucking moron dog and i'm sorry I, i'm sorry not sorry let's go tucker we're on day three of the convention the question is how's it going so far well former democratic candidate marianne williamson has been following it closely she describes the experience as, quote, like binge-watching a Marriott commercial. Uh, That's about shit. right. Yeah, it's that about right. Platitudes they wasn't talking about shit. They just had uh, commercials. Oh, no we are unified. We are unified. Like, because it's our job. okay, can you talk so about a policy now? has been watching just how shamelessly they can lie. The goal appears to be complete reality inversion. Professional rich lady Michelle Obama told America that she was oppressed. The That's big Mike. governor of New York bragged about how big well he Mike. handled the coronavirus. And then Jeffrey Epstein's old pal Bill Clinton showed up to speak as the party's moral voice. They got Bill in a dress. There's been a low-grade thrill in watching all of this, will admit. At the very least, you've got to tip your hat to their audacity. They don't tell small lies in the Democratic Party. They go all the way. Yeah. You catch them stealing your wallet, and they arrest you for theft. Yeah, there you stole so my wallet. Students of the liberal mind, none of this is new. The left long ago built an entire political party based on the Freudian principle of transference. They displaced their own sins onto you, thereby cleansing their consciences and allowing them to seize the moral high ground. It's a clever trick, but at this point, it's an old trick. We know right. how it's done. Exactly. The public certainly seems to have figured it out. Last night, the Democrats' convention lost in the ratings to a variety show called America's Got Talent. That's a terrible. jugglers from the Philippines, brothers wearing glow-in-the-dark headbands, did a yo-yo demonstration on stage. And that outrated Dr. Jill Biden by a lot. As it should. We could have told you that was going to happen. Only Nicole Wallace wants I to think we did say that was going to happen. Dr. Jill Biden. By the way, what kind of doctor is she? Some of us aren't feeling well. We never learned that answer either. 
What the Democrats should have done is put the rest of their proceedings on TV. That would get an audience. You might not know this, but most of the actual convention events take place during daytime hours. The networks don't cover them. You have no idea they ever happen. There's a reason for that, obviously. But what a loss for the viewing public. If you saw what they were saying during the day, you would never tune into primetime again. In fact, you might flee the country. Oh, shit. For the last three days, we have watched all of it. In a moment, we'll show you what we found. We want to begin this evening by bringing you a moment of prayer that broke out at the convention on Monday. A pastor called Frederick Haynes took the microphone. As you listen oh, to this, compare this to what you in your own church. Nuts. You had the nerve to build a wall while at the same time you have in the harbor there in New York a Statue of Liberty saying, give me your tired, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free. Jesus will say, America, if you don't get your act together, you, can, you may well go to hell. To hell! Wow. For, for Biden! You may, but you can, you may well... Go to hell. It was a straightforward message. Was Jonathan Edwards ever clearer than that? Was Jerry Falwell? Despite what you may have heard, it is the Democratic Party that is the hotbed of religious extremism these days. Pastor Go to Hell Haynes, for example, <laughs> Louis Farrakhan. These are men of faith, just not your faith. Hmm. But religion is not the only institution the Democrats are reconfiguring at their convention. The Pledge of Allegiance could use an overhaul, too, they've decided, and they're giving it one. Watch the new version. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and for the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty, with liberty and, and justice, justice for all. Someday. Wow. Someday. Someday. Right. Someday. This could be But at the convention, if they excluded... Otherwise, uh, it's an awful place. They, they excluded the hell, uh, under God and shit. When they all did it collectively for the TV, they excluded under God. The first God. time she was proud of her country was when her family got to run it. But that was nuanced by the standards of today. At the Democratic convention this week, a transgender rights activist called Linda LaBeja just came out and said it explicitly. She's terrible. I've never felt American. I don't know the Pledge of Allegiance. Those are not my systems the way that is not my president. Those are not my their systems. systems. Donald Trump is not their president, meaning this is not their country as long as they dislike the guy in the White House. Wow. So it's all or nothing for them, and right now they're trending toward nothing, which is why they apparently turned over the DNC stage directions to Colin Kaepernick. Watch. Wow. Many of the videos and pictures you're about to see were recorded before COVID, which is why the kids are not social distancing. However, the audio was recorded over the past month. You may rise or kneel look, if you are able. He looked fucking fitting all that one shit. You can kneel. So if you watch this stuff for long enough, and we have, it's pretty easy to forget that it's pretty fringy, actually. Look at the polls. Most people don't agree with this. Most Americans like their country. That's why they live here. Absolutely. And a lot of them display that affection by standing for the national anthem. It seems like a small thing, but it means quite a bit to people. Americans have died in battle to protect our national symbols. That is a talking point, yes, but it's not just a talking point. It really happened. But they don't know anything about that at the Democratic National Convention, and they don't think mm -hmm. that your kids ought to know about it either. And that's why they've endorsed erasing American history. Mm. 
May this moment in history manifest more monuments like these to replace the old ones that no one really cares to see anymore. All right, bitch, do you brush your teeth? Their emergence and long overdue establishment and existence remind everyone of our terrible, ugly, and hurtful black world history. Hmm. Hmm. So there are parts of history that no one cares to see anymore, so we're getting rid of it. You keeping track at home, if not, we're at Erase American History, mm -hmm. Rewrite the Pledge of Allegiance, mm -hmm. Mock and Degrade the National Anthem, mm -hmm. Turn Christianity into a Political Weapon. They have been busy mm -hmm. over yeah, at the DNC. They, they've been chopping it up. Because now it's time for some granular policy discussions, the details of how to run the country. Now, we've showed you in previous nights this week some of the DNC's platform. They want to get rid of a lot of the country's prisons, for example. They like to do away with bail for accused criminals. But that's just a start, just a little taste, a little appetizer before the main course. So for more, we're going to go to someone now called Jay Mai. You should know that Jay Mai's preferred pronouns are they, them. According to their biography at Wake Forest University, Jay Mai is, quote, a black Vietnamese transgender non-binary gender transcendent mermaid queen king. Currently what? living out their ever-evolving truth. Did y'all catch that sale. shit? What? Vietnamese transgender non-binary preferred pronouns are they, them. According to their biography at Wake Forest University, Jay Mai is, quote, a black Vietnamese transgender non-binary gender transcendent mermaid queen king currently living out their ever-evolving truths in Winston-Salem. Wow. Got it? That's mental okay. retardation. Now listen to Jay Mai. Why can't folks imagine a world without the cops? Why can't folks imagine a world uh, without prisons? Why can't people expand their imaginations to include community care, to include an abolitionist future? Um, and I'm talking about like for real, for real abolition, not just watered down DNC version of abolition. Um, we're talking about abolishing the police. We're talking about abolishing ICE. We're talking about abolishing prisons. Yeah, we're talking about abolishing the police, abolishing ICE, abolishing, abolishing prisons. prisons. We're imagining the world like that. We're a whole bunch of crime going to start. You get some sense why they're not putting this stuff on TV. Democrats and their faithful lackeys, the media, have been telling you for weeks that none of this is real. You're imagining it. Wow. Democrats don't really want to take the cops away and leave you defenseless. Yes, they are voting to take billions from police departments across the country. But that's not really defunding. <laughs> it's redistributing. Not a big deal. Calm down. Now, <laughs> <Wow>. shows up <laughs> and lets an entire animal shelter of cats out of the, the bag. Back and lets you know that, yes, all your fears are true. We're doing exactly Yo. What you she think said, and not a DNC watered down. Queen Kings are here, and it's a whole new deal now. Get psyched. <laughs> you sure warn your daughter. Yo, this no nigga more is scholarships to Bowdoin for them. No, there are boys on the field. Democrats want biological men to compete with girls in sports. That's wrong. Most parents of girls think that's nuts because it is, and terrible for girls because, obviously. It is. But at the Democratic National Convention, it's not even questioned. It's just business as usual. Watch transgender person Marissa Richmond explain. We're going to have a panel uh, looking at trans oh, youth issues. Oh, my God. Um, uh, we've been watching state this legislatures, like especially here in the South, uh, targeting Hispanic, uh, trans youth. Uh, uh, Grandpa, uh, grandma with a fucking bowl cut. Uh, education and, and even access to the right to play sports, although... Needless to say, um, the mishandling of the coronavirus by the current administration is affecting a lot of people's ability to play sports. But they're, they've been particularly transphobic in schools. 
Make okay. their own sports. So no more dog. field hockey scholarships, and I'm sorry, your daughters are not going to make the soccer team. Right. That's bad news. Most people could live with it if they had to. But once again, it's just the beginning. What if they abolished capitalism, too? Would you like some bread lines to go with that? Have oh, some man. humiliation on the side. It's all on the menu. Listen to aspiring economist Ashley Nicole McRae. This future that we all want, that we're all trying to build, um, really is DNC about the destruction of colonization, me. white supremacy, and capitalism. The destruction of colonization, white supremacy, and, and capitalism. capitalism. So, what does that close mean your business? Exactly? We're not sure. We're not Buy delegates some gold to the and DNC. You're but about we're to be broke as hell. Bad news for you, but not the end of the bad news. No, there's more. Elizabeth Warren showed up to speak at the Native American Caucus on Tuesday. Seems pretty likely she's come to steal your horses. Join us in fighting for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and in supporting the Democrats so that we can all continue our work for Indian country. Indian country? Oh, God. This just bitch. She just won't let Indian that country. shit go. Like We kept waiting for Ralph Northam to show up she in the DNC's African-American like panel you wearing a hood. Look, Maybe you have wrong. no ounce People of Indian People online did love bro. the Warren panel, by the way. Loved it. In fact, it probably would have outrated the Yo-Yo Brothers from the Philippines if they'd that aired it. That is a night. white woman. People at home flooded the DNC with suggestions for Chief Warren. Here's one. If Elizabeth Warren can speak at a Native American event, maybe Millie Vanilli can host the Grammy Awards. That's not a bad idea, actually. That's really not. But it like, that's equivalent. Feelings of the DNC shut down. That's equivalent. That's terrible, though. It bears repeating, by the way, that not all of this insanity was confined just to the date. And so this bitch is crazy. Well. Sandy Cortez showed up to promise health care, college education, higher wages to illegal aliens. Mm -hmm. She did all of that <laughs> in a 90-second <laughs> The way he said is hilarious. It was like a socialist Mad Libs competition. Here's part of it. Thank you to everyone here today endeavoring towards a better, more just future. For our yeah. country and our world. This bitch is completely In retarded. And gratitude to a mass people's movement working to establish 21st century social, economic, and human rights, including guaranteed health care, higher education, living wages, and labor rights for all people in the United States. I hereby second the nomination for of Senator Bernard Sanders <laughs> of Vermont for President of the United States of America. Oh, God, these motherfuckers. Let's put her in charge. The, Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a fantastic, good one. We Tucker. should know that crazy that. as all of this was, <laughs> and it was, uh, none of it was too crazy for Joe Biden or Kamala Harris. Sandy Cortez called for giving government health insurance to foreign nationals, tens of millions of them. Jay Mai imagined a world without cops or prisons. Some lunatic in a cleric clerical collar showed up and said Republicans are going to hell. Harris and Biden nodded along. It all seemed normal to them, because it is. And that's the fucking insanity. That's fucking insanity, bro. Like, if you think for fucking 13, 14 seconds that that's a regular shit, shit, if you think for one second, two seconds that that's regular shit, that's normal, then you just as crazy as these motherfuckers, man. Like, it's so, like, that shit, like, like just stretch me out, man. Like, how motherfuckers just be, like, fuck it, I'm on a train, fuck it. You know, and it's like, you, she, it was a transgender, non-binary, king, queen, uh, mermaid, he mermaid, she mermaid, 
uh, whatever the fuck. Like, seriously? Y'all really, it's a nigga out there that think he's a fucking, uh, what's, what was the boy from Twitch that was on a couple episodes back and shit? The boy from Twitch, he was like, the weirdo boy and shit. Yeah, I'm on Twitch, huh? I'm gonna censor you. Y'all remember that shit? Like, that shit is fucking, dude, I'm telling you. Where's my car? I'm gonna kick it over to Mark Dice, man. Because the magic is gone. As you know, I watch the liberal media so that you don't have to, but no man should have to watch the Democratic National Convention, let alone four nights of it, because it is so boring that it literally makes C-SPAN seem riveting in comparison. It was Everyone terrible. in the media covering it knows this. The virtual convention format is odd, impersonal, and the most boring thing on television. So the Democrats are trying to spice things up by turning it into a concert of sorts. Kicking off the show on Wednesday was pop star Billie Eilish. But before subjecting the audience to her noise pollution of music, she had this important message to say. You don't need me to tell you things are a mess. <laughs> Donald Trump is destroying our country <laughs> and everything we care about. <laughs> we need leaders who will solve problems like climate change and COVID, not deny them. And that starts yeah. by voting for someone who understands how much is at stake. Someone who's building a team that shares our values. It starts with voting against Donald Trump oh and for God. Joe Biden. Well, well if and the for Joe Biden. feminists are upset with you, you know you're Oof. doing something right. When she posted her statements on her Twitter account, she used a new feature to turn off the replies because... As you know, liberals don't want to hear any opposing views. Twitter had been testing the feature on a select group of hand-picked members of the media, but recently rolled it out to everyone. Then what little audience was tuned in was subjected to this man's performance of a song mostly in a foreign language. Okay. I'm sorry, sir, but you must have the wrong country. <laughs> Americans speak English. Hillary oh, Clinton put down Friday. the Chardonnay for I'm a few sorry, minutes sir. to give her two cents on the election. I wish Donald Trump knew how to be a president because America needs a president right now. Black Lives Matter. If Trump is reelected, things will get even worse. The big star I of the night was Hillary. teleprompter reading professional Barack Obama. But despite being a fairly good orator, without having a live audience to feed off of, he was actually boring too. But instead of admitting the obvious, the liberal media industrial complex did their best to pretend that it was the best speech of his entire life. And uh, I think, you know, I've, I've worked with him on many speeches. Uh, this to me what may be the most historically important one he's ever given. I mean, I, yeah, I, he, in my like lifetime, I don't know that I've heard a speech like this. Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, no, I think I think that's right. I mean, you're. I think <laughs> they just can't wait to take their turn to heap praise on the amazing Obama. Yeah, his face don't even. Politico was so enthralled. That he wasn't he smiling at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is just the best the thing I've heard in my life. Speech in modern history. Like, what? Again, spellbinding, chilling, optimistic, beautifully written, and expertly delivered. An incredible moment. Richard Seriously? Maddow was equally moved, Richard but Maddow. at the same time, scared. <laughs> President Obama's speech tonight slayed me. Um, I'm sure people have different opinions about it because it's a different kind of thing from him, but his warnings that 
we could potentially be at the end of American democracy um, scared me and I found upsetting and hard to watch. Um, but just powerful. Don't worry, Richard. There's a very real possibility that the Democrats could steal this election. And then you'll get the end of our democracy. Our democracy, then exactly. Kamala Harris gave a way too long and boring speech. Yeah, it's terrible. And I'm at Bo. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America. Dog. Crickets. 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 More crickets. The DNC piped in a virtual audience of Democrats from across the country. And they tripled up the pictures and shit. You could see her happily waving at the big screen where they're all sitting in front of their webcams. But eagle-eyed viewers noticed something strange about this Zoom call into the convention. It? To give the appearance that there were a bunch of Democrats from across the country virtually there cheering her on, the DNC decided to double up a few of the people's webcams. Wow. They took these three individuals' feeds and then doubled them up on the monitors to make it seem like there was more people. <laughs> you can see that the boxes circled in red are exactly the same feed. The ones in the white ones are in exactly white are the same, same, and the ones, and the ones, in, ones blue in blue are the same. I've already same. watched enough of the DNC for 10 lifetimes, but I may have to catch the highlights of Joe Biden's speech on Thursday when he wraps it up. Because oh I'm my sure God. that at least... That will be entertaining. Come on, man. 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 Come on. Come on, man. 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 Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. It's in old Joe's honor that I've released my new. That shit is fucking ridiculous, dog. Come on, man. 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 Like, nigga. That's all he can say. Like, as soon as you got him by the balls, he hit you with the, come on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Like, bro, you got this. time to give it up, man. It's time to give it up. You know what I'm saying? And meanwhile, you know what I'm saying? On the other side of the motherfucking train, you know what I mean? President Trump is grinding these motherfuckers up because they fucking out here in these streets Frauding, you're frauding, doo doo, you're frauding, and it's crazy and shit, dog. It's crazy, you know what I'm saying? And it's hilarious at the same time and shit, right? So, uh, Trump, Democrats removed uh, God from the Pledge of Allegiance on purpose during the DNC. Remember, evangel uh, evangelical Christians. And all this is where they are coming from. It's done, said the president, right? Uh, president Trump tore into the uh, Democrats on Saturday for removing under God from the Pledge of Allegiance. And you just heard it. Remember the uh, boy just said the Pledge of Allegiance and at the end he said someday. You know what I'm saying? I actually said it with him too and shit. You know what I mean? Not the someday part, but the Pledge of Allegiance. Because you already know I'm an American. You already know. So... The, you know, what I mean, the Democrats took the word God out of the Pledge of Allegiance at the Democratic National Convention. At first, I thought they made a mistake, but it wasn't. Uh, it was done on purpose. Trump treated. Uh, remember the evangelical Christians, you know, what I'm saying vote 
November 3rd, Trump was uh, referring to the mediocre landing in the, oh, the moderator landing in the Muslim delegates assemble meeting on the second day of the DNC, skipping under God as he recited the Pledge of Allegiance before the virtual meeting. And uh, we actually gonna check it out right now and shit. It's gonna be over this fire ass beat, but you already know. Let's check it. Us today. To start our program today, please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. And they put the American flag I next to it. With the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. So he skipped One Nation Under God, Indivisible. He just went straight to One Nation, Indivisible. Uh, notably, House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, uh, DMD, on the Capitol earlier this week, also uh, conspicuously left out Under God while reciting the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, shame on you, Leader Hoyer, for officially removing Under God from the Pledge of Allegiance. The Democrat Party is not anymore the old Democrat Party. Let's check it out. So he skipped it too. You already know. And nigga, need I say fucking more? These people is literally taking God out of everything and shit. You know what I'm saying? And if you think it's a joke, you can continue to think that. But you know what I'm saying? I'm bringing you the proof that, you know what I'm saying? They stripping uh, God out of, uh, you know, basic humanity and shit now. And so they, they on some shit like, fuck it. You know, we doing us. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy, dog. It's just fucking ridiculous. If y'all motherfuckers vote Democrat this year and shit, you are a fucking disgrace to the union. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why we even having this fucking conversation. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, we got a lot of people addressing this DNC shit, so uh, we definitely going to check it out on the motherfucking... You know what I mean? Right now, because uh, we got uh, Don Jr., you know what I mean? Calling out the Democrats and shit, you know what I'm saying? Which is always funny as shit because he be he be slamming them. He be letting them have it. You know what I'm saying? Which he should do because, you know what I mean? Like, shit, you got to be on your pop side of anybody on your pop side. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these motherfuckers are just grinding your pop the fuck up left and right. Let's check this. Let's check some of this shit out. You know what I'm saying? Tonight, four of the DNC is Donald Trump Jr., executive vice president of the Trump Organization, all right, Don, first, uh, I want to play this moment from Joe Biden tonight. This is a life-changing election. This will determine what America is going to look like for a long, long time. Character is on the ballot. Compassion is on the ballot. Decency, science, democracy, they're all on the ballot. Yeah, I if we vote plan. for you, bitch, we're not going to get none that of them really jumps. The week, though. No policy, just... Talking. Decency yeah. overload. Um, the meaning is that your dad doesn't have any of that decency or compassion thing. This That's is a joke. I, you know, I, I don't think so. I think the American people expect results from their politicians. And Joe Biden has been a 50-year swamp creature. Literally, he was elected Literally. into D.C. office 
in his 20s. So now, half a century later, Laura, he managed to read a speech on a teleprompter. He refuses to answer questions from the American people or journalists. Uh, he's been hiding in a basement, but now he's going to also change things. I really don't think that anyone believes that. I don't think that Joe Biden's ever been inspired. They have a chance to change it. Oh, eight to fucking sixteen. You'd think he'd be able to do an interview with a real journalist uh, where they're not giving him prescripted answers. He's reading the answers off of a teleprompter. You'd think he'd be able to do that after half a century in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. but he can't. Uh, the reality is you've seen this week, they heard Jill Biden and Michelle Obama, and every day the next morning, well, maybe that person should be running for president. They're not inspired he, by Joe Biden, nor should they be, because he hasn't done anything to deserve inspiration through a very long and very swampy career. Yeah, my, my, my line for the last four days has been, it's too bad he and Obama weren't in charge for eight years, because then they might have done all this cool stuff. I mean, but <laughs> expectations, Don. I mean, people yeah, exactly. They, fucking, they had the chance and, and boofed it. Senior moment and shoved it right up their ass. And, and I don't think it was devoid of most any policy other than universal masking. Um, but Correct. he delivered the, he delivered a, a, a good speech. And it was, you know, for what he was doing, very emotional, emotional stuff you know, walk down memory lane and so forth. It was, it was fairly well delivered. Lied. He also lied. You know, he brings back, you know, the, the Democrats only, you know, their easy button going back to the lie about Charlottesville. He talked about being tough on China. Joe, I mean, you're going to be tough on China now? Joe Come on, man. Come on, China. man. When Joe started pushing and shilling for them to get permanent status in the World Trade Organization, China had an economy the size of the Netherlands. Hunter Biden, you know, he didn't talk much about Hunter, strangely enough. I wonder why. Uh, Hunter Biden took $1.5 billion from the Chinese government. To the average person in a fund, just so you're aware, that's $30 million a year in fees. In fees, $30 million a year, annual. You think Joe's going to get tough on China now? No. Joe fought for NAFTA. Joe fought for TPP. All of the deals that literally destroyed America. the American dream. Yeah. Our only export under Joe Biden's 50-year tenure has been that American dream to countries that hate our guts, and have been manipulating us for decades. Donald Trump's the first guy to stand up to those people. He's the first guy to actually get deals done, whether it be with China, whether it be a peace deal in the Middle East. Where's Joe Biden been? He, you're right. He was in control for eight years with Barack Obama. Why didn't they do any of these things? They wasn't going to do none of them things. You had to fix still not. Why didn't he tell Barack Obama how to do it? Why didn't <laughs> he get it done? You know, or Barack Obama was keeping it secret to give to Joe for later ah, use when he was running. That's you what see, it that's, is. Yes, it was going to be their secret. So that's, now, that's after eight years work. of failure, after eight years of stagnation, they want to bring uh, it back. You know, you're gonna, now you're going to listen to Michael Bloomberg, who spent a billion dollars to win American Samoa. I don't know. Probably not going to take his advice either. <laughs> uh, the elusive Hunter Biden, since you mentioned him, Don, he did make an appearance tonight. Take a look. I'm Hunter Biden. And I'm Ashley Biden. Joe Biden is our dad. Oh, this is and a Bo joke. And is our brother. We want to tell you what kind of president our dad will be. He will be tough. And honest. Caring. And principled. How come Don, the brother ain't say the principled? They were trading words until the end when Ashley said caring and principled. Did yeah, I don't, they I don't not think want Hunter, Hunter to say that? <laughs> I, I don't think Hunter, after hiding from uh, you know, spousal support, uh, child payments, etc., etc. With 1.5 billion. The crooked Ukraine deals, the crooked Chinese politicians, the Chinese government investing 1.5 billion dollars with him, though he was not actually an investor before. 
I don't think Hunter is going to talk much about character in these things. Yeah, the reality is, whether it's Hunter, can't whether come it's out his mouth brother, at all. Whether it's his sister, they've all spent their entire lives profiting of Joe Biden's taxpayer-funded offices. That's all they know, and that's honestly why they haven't had the decency to step in and say, Joe, you know what, maybe it's not your turn. Maybe it shouldn't be you. Uh, they should have done that during the primary, but they can't because they have nothing else. It's the epitome of the swamp, and that's what this election is going to come down to. It's going to be the swamp, the swamp thing versus freedom in versus America. Freedom. It's going to be socialism, as you've seen with the Bernie Sanders Joint Unity Platform on Joe Biden. With Joe Biden. It's going to be socialism versus freedom versus the Constitution. All of those things that the Democrats don't believe so much in. You also didn't hear, because again, they brought up the hoax nonsense uh, quote that they've manipulated and the media has carried their water with for months about Charlottesville. Notice they didn't talk at all about the crime in Democrat-run cities, burning, looting, beating people in the streets. Joe's never even denounced that. The Democrats haven't even denounced that. It seems as though they're almost tacitly well, accepting of it, yeah, Laura. Yeah, many times they can't many, talk about it because those are all Democrat cities, and they have been in some cases for it, over a century. And mm. instead, the references to the cities was always in terms of wasn't it inspiring that these new yes. versions of John Lewis uh, peaceful were out protesters? In, uh, yes, peaceful yeah, there was protesters no mention don't burn of, down cars. They don't burn down housing projects. They don't loot Gucci stores to get a new handbag or purse mm. or belt. That's not peaceful protesting. And yet, between the DNC and their marketing wing, the mainstream media, I heard a lot about peaceful protesting. I believe someone called it the summer of love. Summer of love. Break. I hope that good, God-fearing American people see through this nonsense, because that's the problem that we face. We are in an uphill battle in the sense that it is so biased it is so flagrant. The media has just totally abdicated their responsibility to be arbiters of, of truth uh, without bias, to be activists for the left, that regular people aren't consuming that sort of news. I mean, Joe Biden, he's going to get tough on China. I mean, you, it's laughable. It's, it's beyond. It's, it's beyond it's laughable. laughable. It's China he question alone. Yeah. He should be able to do an interview with someone like yourself or someone who's not going to spoon feed him questions that he already has the answer to that he's miraculously leading, leading off of a teleprompter they yeah. you think they would do that but i don't think they will and no yeah, one's gonna don push for it Don and that's fucking terrible and shit you know what i'm saying and they won't fucking push for it because they need joe to look good you know what i'm saying They're, i mean you gotta understand though this is uh, uh uh this fight is way bigger than what most motherfuckers think man this shit is fucking huge ola you understand what i'm saying like the 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 rumble we in right now has is like no comparison and shit to you know what's going on and shit like you know what i mean like what has happened in the past like is no sabe no sabe to 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 what's going on right now you don't even know compared to what's going on right now and shit nigga you think the calm before the storm is going to be the worst part of all this shit. You know what I'm saying? And then once the storm happens and shit, that's when it's just going to be overblown, completely the fucking insane. It's just going to be, it's just going to be all over the place, man. And it's fucking crazy that we literally got to choose between freedom and fucking, uh, you know, dictatorship. And they telling you. Everything that they're saying about Trump, they trying to do. So think about that. Every time you hear them say something about Trump, 
Think about what they actually trying to fucking do. And what they actually trying to fucking do is fucking make sure that they get your ass out of here and get my ass out of here collectively and shit. You know what I'm saying? And that's fucking like we gotta we gotta stay on our fucking toes or we gonna we gonna get got, I'm telling you. We're gonna get fucking got, I'm telling you. But we begin tonight with the White House press secretary, Kaylee McNanny. Kaylee, thank you very much. Good to see you tonight. Good to see um, you, We heard a little bit of the president's, great to have you. We heard a little bit of the president's reaction. You know, one of the big themes throughout the course of this week was that the president is unfit, many of the speakers said, and they said that he is not up to the job. We heard that from Michelle Obama and a lot last night about leaving the darkness behind and going to a place that is lighter. What is the White House response to those, to all of that? Yeah, that could not be more off base. I'm with the president in the Oval Office as he makes decisions in real time. And I can tell you this, he has one singular priority, and it is not the politicians that operate in this town. It is the American people. I've seen him make decisions on COVID, on the economy, and what he has done each and every day is say, I don't care what the politicians are saying. I don't care what the establishment is saying. I'm working for the American people on a V-shaped recovery, on a vaccine by the end of the year. It will be the fastest pace for a vaccine for a novel pathway pathogen in history. Uh, that is his priority, and it's entirely off base, the things you heard this week. And I think next week you'll hear an entirely different story. Yo, what about... I, I See, they fucked up. The Democrats went first. They get the rebuttal, all that shit in the RNC. This was, this was one of the major themes that we heard. The suggestion being that President Trump is, is not those things. Um, they obviously have very different styles, and the president has said many times, you know, if you don't like my tone, uh, there's not much I can do about that. Yeah. Um, does he try to counteract that in any way? Does he try to show himself in a different light at this convention or not? Well, here's the thing you get with President Trump. You get authenticity. And look, I've watched him interact with parents who have lost their children because of crime on the streets. And I've watched him interact with families who lost their children to police brutality. We think most police are great, hardworking men and women in this country. But I've seen him on both sides of the issue. And I've watched him express empathy um, and come out of that room and be very affected by it. But I've also seen this. And it's something you don't always see from presidents. A president who looks the American people in the eye and says, I'll stand up to Iran. I'll stand up to dictatorships. China. I'll fight for America first on the world stage. And I've watched him sit across from foreign leaders and not be afraid to say, how does this help America? How does this put the United States man and woman first? He's unafraid. He's unabashed. And he'll fight for the American people aggressively. It's something he won't apologize for. He shouldn't. So obviously the this, this whole issue of the mail-in ballots and what Democrats are saying is an effort to slow down the wheels at the post office so that fewer votes actually get where they need to go once those mail-in ballots are sent out. Here's Hillary Clinton on MSNBC today oh talking God. about her concern. This, this bitch delusional as shit. I'm really worried uh, that oh my um, God. there she will be... Terrible. Uh, direct interference uh, with the election through the manipulation of the Postal Service. I don't think there's any doubt that any sensible person should have uh, that there's a deliberate effort to sabotage vote by mail. So she says uh, clearly there, there's a deliberate effort on the part of the president to sabotage the U.S. mail service. 
Yeah, not in the slightest. The president signed into law the CARES Act, which provided a $10 billion line of credit for the post office. Uh, we offered $10 billion in negotiations, uh, to which Nancy Pelosi didn't accept and left town. She and said no. a crisis. Uh, the real crisis here is this. When you have Nevada in their primary mass mail-out voting, not mail-in, mailing out to their entire voter rolls ballots, which ended up in trash cans, piled up in trash cans, uh, and the Las Vegas Journal Review did great reporting on this and pinned to the boards of apartment complexes that undoubtedly opens ourselves up to fraud we saw charges Absolutely. in new jersey there were charges in la county mm -hmm. this is a system subject to fraud and this president will fight for the integrity of our elections absolutely as he should he's supposed to so uh we've seen in patterson here in patterson new jersey they're going to redo that election of the one that you just mentioned you know, the president has said that he believes that, that the only way he will lose is if this is a rigged election. Absolutely. Does he think that that is going to happen? It, you know, if yes, you know, obviously, bitch. preparing already for a post-November 3rd argument, argument yeah. over who won and who lost. Do you think this thing goes on for some time? We certainly hope that doesn't happen. The president wants an election with integrity, but when you look around the country, it's not just Nevada, it's not just New Jersey. We saw this in Pennsylvania as well. Uh, when the system, which was created and designed for absentee voting, voting uh, for a reason when you're unable to vote, when it is flooded with a mass influx of ballots, what we see is what happened in New York, where it took more than six weeks to determine the outcome of Carolyn Maloney's race, and you had about 20% of ballots rejected. We want a system that enfranchises people that enables people to vote and that ultimately captures the will of the American people uh, and that's what the president will fight for so uh, there was a lot of attempt during the last week at the Democrat National Convention to show themselves as a very diverse party uh, that was clearly one of the thrusts of all of the videos and you know a lot of, of the things that they that they put on the screen um, there's a story that just came out a little while ago on Politico that, that claims that there's a leaked audio of President Trump speaking with black civil rights leaders at a meeting and saying that he was glad that voter turnout, black voter turnout in 2016 was low. He said that that was great for him. Um, have you seen, heard this audio? Do you think it's, it's of concern or is there different context that you think it should be seen? Listen, if he said it was great for him, that means it's going to be even more black people coming out to vote for him this year. That's all that is. And now trying to turn that into trying to weaponize that is just ridiculous. Yeah, so literally as I was walking out here, so probably 60 seconds before I joined you, I had someone yeah. flag that story for me. Um, and what I was told is the broader context of this audio suggests that the president said it's a good thing that black voters realize that Hillary Clinton was not the candidate to advance their interests. In fact, it was President Trump who brought black unemployment to its lowest rate. Uh, Ever. Extended funding, permanent funding for HBCUs, criminal justice reform. Ever. For black men and women around this country and I believe the election will tell that story in a very palpable way uh, when you see the number of black men and women who show up to empower this president. So basically go, what I, I just said. The White House and not in the campaign, but, but the big night is going to be at the White House. Um, is there anything that you can tell us about how the tone or any part of this is going to be very different given the... Well, we're not really concerned about how it's going to be different. We're going to see it our damn self. We don't want to prelude to it. You know what I'm saying? Via, you know, news sources and shit. We're going to watch that shit ourselves and make the determination because that's how 
we do things around here. You know what I'm saying? We don't motherfucking wait for somebody else to tell us about it. We go check it out our goddamn selves and then motherfucking be like, oh, shit, well, this is how the shit went down and shit. Did you know? You know what I'm saying? So, for real, for real, you know, like, it's, it's I'm just glad that shit is over. You know what I'm saying? Like, they burnt me out big time with that shit. Like, I'm just, I'm just glad it's over. Thanks. But no thanks. I'm just happy that shit is fucking finished. Finito. It's a wrap. Thank you, but no thank you. We will pass on that bullshit. So you already know. I'm going to take it back over to my man, Mark Dyson. He going to tell you how appreciative he is that this shit is over as well. Oh, thank God it's over. Four nights in a row, hour after hour of the DNC infomercial, their virtual convention, which consisted of hundreds of pre-recorded video clips and speeches, which made Hollywood award shows seem exciting by comparison. The waste of time began with actress Juliette Louise Dreyfus, best known for playing Elaine back in the 1990s on Seinfeld, trying what I guess were supposed to be jokes. Hi, Andrew. It's so glad to see you. So what did you think about Kamala Harris's speech last night? It was tremendous. I was so happy for her. I know, me too. She's fabulous. I cannot wait to see her debate our current vice president, Mika Pines. Or, uh... Is it paints? It's pronounced Ponce, I believe. Oh, some kind of weird foreign name? Yeah, not very American sounding. Yeah. So a Chinese person telling us strongly that an American well, uh, doesn't have you, an American Andrew, name. And please give my regards to the game. That was terrible. I will. They're right in the next room. Have a great night, Julia. Thank you so much. Apparently, this was supposed to be making fun of Republicans who don't know the proper pronunciation of. Kamala Harris's name. Up until last week, practically the entire country called her Kamala Harris until she was picked for Joe Biden's running mate and then clarified that her name is Kamala, not Kamala. And now all the Democrats are virtue signaling that they know how to pronounce her name properly. Kamala Harris. It was an endless stream of straight short at the teleprompter. after short clip of virtually every Democrat in the country giving their two cents about why Joe Biden should be the next president. I'm voting for Joe Biden because the Democrats are going to implement the universal basic income, a UBI, which means I'm going to get $2,000 a month for free for doing nothing, paid for by taxing those people who do work. Others, like California Mm. Governor Gavin Newsom, didn't get the memo that unless you're making a video for TikTok, you need to turn your phone sideways to landscape mode when you record Otherwise, you get those two big bars on the side and look like a moron. Dumb. But noticeably absent, however, was Tulsi Gabbard, who was not invited to participate in any way, despite actually making it to several debates and winning some delegates. She went too far against the grain of the Democrat Party and yeah, refused she, to she get ate Kamala. I don't think billionaire Tom Steyer was included either, but it wasn't on purpose. They just forgot he exists. He's the guy who wasted hundreds of millions of dollars over the last few years putting ads on television and everywhere else trying to get President Trump Trump impeached, which actually happened, but everybody forgot about that too. Captain Planet, he's our hero. DNC didn't invite him because he's a weirdo. With my billions combined, I (laughs) am Captain Planet. (laughs) I only shower once a month to conserve water. 
That bitch looks crazy. Well, hello there, Joe. Uh, come on. Hi, this is Ashley. Good, how you doing? He called her Ashley. Perhaps one of the only people on planet Earth who could make Joe Biden seem intelligent by comparison. And, of course, the mainstream Literally. media mockingbirds didn't just say that Joe Biden's speech is good or even great. They said it was the best one of his entire life. That it was truly indeed... And, and I agree with Jacob, may have been the best speech that Joe Biden ever delivered. Yeah, I mean, we've seen a, a number and heard a number of uh, remarkable uh, speeches uh, by uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, obviously former President uh, Obama. Anderson's such a good improvisational actor, that's why he gets paid $50,000 a show, or $12 million a year. You Not know a he a fucking CIA Not a joke. Not a joke. No, no, think about it. I'm not joking. No, I, I really mean that. I'm not joking now, okay? You're right, Joe. That wasn't a joke. $12 million a year is a million dollars a month divided by five shows a week. That's $50,000 a night. Come on, man. It's <laughs> in old Joe's honor that I've released. That's crazy. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers get paid a million dollars a month to lie to y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. But, you know, we're going to get to the point where real news prevail and shit. You already should know. And uh, don't move your motherfucking switch. We're coming back on the other side. And we got some real fucking crazy shit going on and shit. So, uh, don't move your motherfucking switch. It's your boy. Yo, yo, yo. It's your boy, Mr. P.I. Coming straight at you. Bring you that civilian talk. Please wake up American news. Because if we don't wake up today, we may not have an America to wake up to tomorrow. You feel me? Hey, listen, man, it's crazy out there, you know what I'm saying? They trying to cancel us and shit. We need your support right now more than ever, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? If you can donate 99 cents to our Patreon, if you can donate 99 cents to our cash app, Mr. PI55, you know what I'm saying, with the cash on in front of it. Listen, man, we need y'all support. We got to build our own independent system. If we don't build our own independent system and stay depending upon uh, these apps and all that shit, they're going to have the control to shut us down whenever they want. They just tried to take 
They just tried to scrub the internet of 95 episodes of pure fucking fire. And that's ridiculous, man. And so if you want to stand up to motherfucking oppression and, ty and tyranny, you know what I mean? Definitely get down with your boy. Go check me out at my Patreon over at uh, Civilian Talk with Mr. P. Over at Patreon. And definitely check us out on that motherfucking cash app if you got it right now. You already know. We need your help more than ever and shit, man. It's going crazy out here. It's absolutely insane. And you already know. It's your boy. Dog. Like, George Bush said it the best. And that's all I'm going to say. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. And that's what I hear every time Joe Biden speaks. So we back, you already know, you know what I'm saying, and dog, somebody asked me to look into this shit to see if it was actually real and shit, and uh, this is what I came up with, man, and turns out it actually was real the whole time and shit, so hashtag Netflix pedophilia trends on social media, the streaming giant uh, soon hosting movies that sexualizes kids, uh, hashtag associated with Netflix. Uh, pedophilia trending on Twitter after the streaming giant revealed the plan to add Cuties, a French movie featuring a twerking preteen dance tr uh, uh, squad to its service in September. Uh, while the movie itself contains sexually inappropriate themes and pre-conceived uh, uh, notions about girls undertaking in sexually suggestive dance routines as a hobby, and is rated for mature audiences as a result some say there was a deeper social cultural meaning to the plot which was ignored by the trailer and uh offered by netflix uh netflix initially offered the trailer uh primarily featuring the preteens twerking and a brief uh explanation that the 11 year old girls were part of a dance squad that was not necessarily uh met with acceptance from their traditional families who apparently did not want their 11 year olds to perform sexualized dance moves in revealing clothing like these little girls had on fucking booty shorts and like sports bras dog you know what i'm saying and they was literally like, yeah, yeah, twerk little, you know what I mean? Like, this shit is bugged out. Uh, the mature audience rating and graphic content in this film led users to uh, begin using the hashtag Netflix pedophilia while lambasting the film and streaming company. Uh, keep in mind, boys, uh, you need to be over 16 years of age in order to watch sexualized 11-year-olds twerking. Think about that. You got to be an adult to twerk. I keep telling y'all motherfuckers, they literally, the LGBT was the agenda for the pedophilia to get leaked in later. That's why they keep expanding the community. It's called pedosexuals. I really encourage y'all to look this shit up. They are pedosexuals and they're part of the LGBT community. You know what I'm saying? And openly accepted by the LGBT community. 
That's why I tell people, listen, man, it don't matter which intentions are. If you are a part of the gang, LGBT plus P plus other letters and shit, that means a whole bunch of different shit. We just heard from a fucking uh, man, woman, uh, the mermaid, man, mermaid, woman, non-binary, lesbian and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, if we fucking putting up with that shit, it ain't no motherfucking, I mean, it really ain't no motherfucking level to the shit we going to be accepting in the future and shit. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? And again, how is a movie with 11-year-old girls rated mature and you got to be 16 in order to be allowed to watch it? Come on, man. Come on, man. Think about that shit, dog. Think about it, dog. They legalizing the pedophilia. Why you think all these sex trafficking motherfuckers, they all going down at the same time. Sex cults all going down at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Keep in mind, boys, you need to be over 16 years of age to watch this movie. And that's on motherfucking Twitter. Uh, pound Netflix pedophilia. Pound Netflix changed the photo from cuties and rewrote the description how the fuck did they think uh the first ones was okay in the first place i'm the not they say i'm the not the social just cancel type but someone in netflix higher up approved the image and description commented another shit so oh you're not you don't condone cancel culture but you like you know yeah, see, and that's how they do you, right? It's like, all right, if you don't condone cancel culture, well, we can put this up, and you can't condone canceling it because you don't condone cancel culture. That's how they fucking get you, bro. It's a double-edged sword like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody else wrote, uh, changed the photo from cuties and rewrote the description. How the fuck did they think it was okay in the first place? Uh, prompting the above tweet at the onset of the backlash, Netflix quickly changed the upcoming movie on their website. From Amy, Eleven becomes a fascinated with twerking and dance crew hoping to join them. She starts to explore her f femininity, defining her family, defying her family's traditions. To 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family. Can traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew my nigga if this is not fucking trying to reel in your fucking kids i don't know what is it's like hey be cool with this and your family is conservatives go against them like think about that the conservatives no conservatives or anybody that can that thinks conservatively in the Democratic Party. I want to point that out. Netflix also uh, appeared to artificially increase their likes and dislikes ratio on YouTube. I'm pretty sure it's just a payment button for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm more than positive that you could just upgrade your shit at any time. Uh, it's a at one point there were. Uh, at one point there were more than double the likes to dislikes I mean I believe it you know what I'm saying 
I mean, I did see it on YouTube, and I think I personally disliked it my damn self. Following the scandal, there are roughly 12 dislikes to each like. You know what I'm saying? Including the originally inflated number of likes that stole the narrative. Others took to Twitter and credit to credit 4chan for greater morality and then Netflix when 4chan, one of the most disgusting places on the internet, has a higher morality standard than Netflix pedophilia, cuties, and internet uh, slut remark. Oh, shit. That shit is crazy. Uh, 4chan has, yeah, they banned all that shit. And it's bugged out. Fucking, that, y'all sexualizing little girls and shit. Like, and y'all think that shit is cool, bro? You know what I'm saying? You deserve... Like, to literally have your balls chopped the fuck off. Like, seriously, I, that's no bullshit. That's my that's my original stance on this shit, on some real shit. Like, you deserve to have your balls chopped the fuck off. If you think a movie like Cuties is supposed to be fucking on the air and shit, just chilling and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's fucking crazy because while we sidetracked it with Cuties, and y'all forgetting that Antifa and fucking... Black Lives Matter is still fucking destroying people's fucking communities. You know what I mean? Looting and burning shit. You know what I mean? So, I want to point this out to y'all. Civil War. <coughs> you know what I mean? Y'all like, hey, what the fuck that got to do with anything? Antifa and the Proud Boys clash in Portland as riots accelerate. Police struggle to contain the widespread violence. They uh, Police actually ended up backing off this shit. Like, yo, I gotta, we got to let them just do their own thing. You know what I mean? Fights broke out between left-wing and right-wing groups in downtown Portland, Oregon on Saturday as police struggled to contain the violence. Footage captured by InfoWars reporter Savannah Hernandez, a brutal, uh, brutal, uh, basically fights breaking out between hundreds of Antifa and Proud Boys outside of the County Justice Department and shit, the County Justice Center and shit, during dueling rallies. So one motherfucker was out there trying to rally. The other motherfuckers was out there trying to rally. They like, man, fuck that. We out this joint. So a uh, huge fight just broke out between the Proud Boys and Antifa. Let's check it out. So they trying to get the motherfucking Antifas away from them. They spraying each other with the bear mace, got fucking pepper bombs, all types of shit. They doing all types of whack shit. Wow. These niggas made homemade shields just in the event with like fucking plywood and fucking nails and shit. So the chick in the background screaming, commies go home. Like the shit is fucking bugged out. Shit crazy and shit. 
Antifa is losing this battle, somebody else says on uh, Twitter. Let's check it out. So they got the umbrellas out. They got the motherfucking pepper spray, the spray bombs. Like, it's one point, like, they got this bitch that's with the Antifa out in the motherfucking park. Butt-ass naked with her titties and pussy out and her ass out. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, these motherfuckers, and she looked like she was, like, drugged up and shit. Like, on some Forrest Gump type shit when he found uh, Jenny all drugged up. Busting it open for the bull and force whoop his ass and shit. Like, that shit, that shit crazy. These niggas really made homemade shields, though, bro. Commies go home. This one bull arguing with these niggas. They got their shields up like, fuck out of here. Yo, they threw something at the bull. Bull court that shit. He straight court that shit, threw that shit back like dickhead. Yo, this shit crazy. And right down the street, they having like a fucking, you know, they playing drums. They fucking, that's a different part. That they, you know what I mean? They got they rally going on and shit. They, they completely oblivious to the shit that's breaking out up the street and shit, though. That's the craziest part. It's like, motherfuckers don't even dig. It's a big-ass fight busting out up the street. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got paintball guns. They shooting the motherfucking Antifa with the paintball guns and shit. That's what that popping is. That's a paintball gun. Boy, let Antifa have it. He just popped that shit up over the top. Straight dumped that joint on him. He need to reload that bitch now. He's like, I gotta go reload this joint and shit. He slid right back down the street on some easy shit. Antifa... Uh, brought silly string and water guns. Proud Boys brought uh, mace and pepper balls. Let's check it out. <laughs> you. These niggas is, they, I mean, and it's like, bro, motherfuckers got on helmets. Like, they in fucking, you know, real gear. They got fucking bulletproof vests on and shit. But ain't nobody got no strap. Like, I'm telling you, man. This shit is going to get the fuck out of... This is going to get literally... You know what I mean? This is going to get crazy. It's going to get fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? And I can pretty much guarantee that it's going to get crazy. It's a behind Antifa lines. Proud Boys just have changed their line. And, so they start pushing them back. They start pushing them back. They bitching. So they paint. They spraying pepper spray. It's like each side is just spraying each other with pepper spray and trying to beat each other with baseball bats. You know what I'm saying? And sticks and flags and shields. Like they really just out here just on some shit. It's like I want to hit you, but I don't want to get hit. You know what I'm saying? This shit crazy. Hey, niggas in the back, like, damn, he just hit him with the bear mace. 
All them niggas back though. That shit gonna taste spicy as shit. You be like, ah. That shit spicy. Ah. Ah. That shit spicy. It's a Antifa burn American flags. That's another fight break out. Shit crazy. Now, keep in mind, they out front of a courthouse. So this old head just tackled the shit out this Antifa bull. And then the fucking Proud Boys came in and ran down on shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this shit is literally fucking... It's unbelievably fucking insane, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm not playing no games. I'm not playing no game. I'm not putting myself in those situations. I'm not going to be out there participating in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to be out there when the first shot get fired. It's going to be fucking chaos. And trying not to get hit in crowds of thousands is going to be impossible. It's going to be impossible. So Black Lives Matter so much that y'all killed black people in the fucking autonomous zone. You know what I'm saying? And y'all burning fucking American flags. Y'all corny as shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Proud Boys have begun to destroy Antifa. Uh, Antifa snack van. Uh, <laughs> uh, tires have been popped and the windows have been smashed. You know what I'm saying? Shit This bitch talking about we don't back down. Someone else. Yo, one boy made a Captain America shield out of out of plywood and painted fucking Captain America and Sonya on that shit. These niggas is hilarious. Do they really? Do they really? Yo, the craziest part is, again, motherfuckers got on real ballistic gear. Like, you gotta be on some shit to have real ballistic gear. Yo, they trying to rip the door off the fucking, the, the, the Antifa uh, van and shit. Shit crazy. These niggas, man, I keep telling motherfuckers, man, that peaceful shit is not about to be so peaceful in a minute. You know what I'm saying? You can take that shit for granted all you want, but when that shit hit the fan, it's going to be on, my nigga. 
Uh, welcome to the Antifa side of the protest. Butt naked bitch. Like literally all the way butt naked. Pussy out, tits out. She she ain't really got no tits. But pussy out, tits out, ass out. And she got a rope around her neck. Nah, man. Yeah. They let you know where they at. You know what I'm saying? Antifa have now taken taken the taken over uh, the Proud Boys, and the Proud Boys are retreating. You know what I'm saying? So they must have got their shit together, and they made like a divide in the line. And this black chick over here flaunting this sign, Bull stole the sign. He got the fuck out of there. Give me that sign, bitch. Yeah, she mad as shit. They took that sign. Like, that sign gone, nigga. You can, like, you can kiss that sign goodbye. That sign gone, baby. Come over here antagonizing shit. We not doing all that. You know what I'm saying? We not doing all that. So, yeah, man. It's still going down and shit, man. These motherfuckers. And then they core a couple of them. Inside of a fucking parking lot, and you already know they try to, you know what I mean, intimidate them into even further retreat from there and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's 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 a lot going on, man. There's a lot going on, and motherfuckers is they think you know it's just COVID, nigga. It ain't just COVID. It's a it's a lot. It's a ton of shit going on right next to you and shit and. Motherfuckers is literally out to fucking get you, bro. You know, I hate to I hate to be the one to keep saying that. But niggas is out to get you, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you know what the you you know what is so fucking hilarious to me and shit. I want I want I want to say some like nigga what's so hilarious to me is remember uh Laura Lightfoot the old school bitch. You know what I'm saying? And from Chicago, that's running Chicago, and she was saying, oh, the protest is cool, the protest is smooth. I don't know why y'all bitch about the protest. You must be racist and all this shit. Well, why she just call the cops on the protesters? Because they was outside of her crib. I tell y'all niggas all the time, these motherfuckers, they be saying one thing and then really mean another thing and shit. And it's not till you find out is when you find out and shit. You know what I'm saying? And the motherfucker tried, like me, tried to warn you a long time ago. Don't trust that bitch. I'm telling you, she trying to fucking uh, 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 piss Chicago down the motherfucking drain. And motherfucker's like, well, Laura Lightfoot is a, you know, she's, she's a visionary. No, nigga, you're an idiot if you think she's a fucking visionary. You know what I'm saying? No, sorry, not sorry, and no disrespect. You know what I'm saying? You already know. So, mayor, uh, Chicago mayor accused of hypocrisy after banning protests outside of her house. Let's check it out. Democrats are being accused of hypocrisy for protecting themselves, but not their constituents. Protesters are banned on the block where Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot lives, while the city sees a spike in shootings and murders. Lightfoot defended the move. Take a look. This is a different time like no other. And I'm not going to make any uh, excuses for the fact that the, given the threats that I personally receive, given the threats to my home and my family, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure uh, that they um, are protected. And I, I make no apologies whatsoever for that. So you can protest and burn down everything but her property is what she said. You know, yeah, it's cool if you do all that whack shit. 
But don't do it over here and shit. Do it over there where, you know, it's cool at. Once you come over here, I gotta, you know, I gotta shut that down. And I'm not gonna apologize for that. Is that's clear hypocrisy, is it not? Remember, you had uh representatives all around the city calling this bitch out because she wouldn't do nothing about the looting and the protests and all that shit. Now all of a sudden this bitch is oh well uh, yeah I, they was right like that's bullshit that's bullshit greg uh you are high profile and have no doubt received uh, threats in the past is there a fort gutfeld and the campground where you live mm. all those threats come from juan though and i know where he lives <laughs> So, uh, this, okay, this is the pure hypocrisy of many in the left in which they deny the existence of crime and mob violence as long as it's not in their leafy suburb. Well, it came to her leafy suburb, and now she thinks that she gets special protection because, yeah, she's a, she's a public figure. Just but, like uh, she thought she was the only one that could get a haircut story, when we were shut down. I always have to bring this up because it's very important. My neighborhood got ravaged. And half of it is still boarded up because of the looting. The shootings have obviously doubled in New York City. I wonder, has de Blasio adjusted or rethought his criminal strategy? I don't think so. I think it's going to happen again. A, if Trump wins, is there going to be a police force out there that's going to be willing to keep people safe from the far-left rioters? And what about the Floyd verdict, right? We don't know how that's going to go. And if it doesn't go the way that people want it to go... What's going to happen? More America, uh, American chaos. And the media will pretend it doesn't happen because they're in charge of the race-baiting narrative. Exactly. Juan, if the mayor of Chicago has a right to the safety and sanctity of her home, uh, do her constituents also have that same right? I think we all do, right? Uh, I think that's the idea. Uh, and in Chicago, by the way, the law says that you are not allowed to have protests in residential neighborhoods. Now, Trey, I don't know if that's constitutional, but I think that's the line that they say they are upholding. I will say this, I live in D.C., as you know, and right now there's a fortress basically around the White House. You can't go in Lafayette Square. Why? Because they say it's for security reasons. They want to make sure there's no security issue. So it's, it's, this extends across the board. Uh, you see this in other cities in terms of mayors and city council members, uh, but I think the whole point about hypocrisy is pretty weak here. The uh, idea is it's that we always all feel it's always the motherfucking high priest of house niggerism that's always sucking cock buffing the fucking asshole of the fucking Democrats. Man, he make me sick. See, this is the black people I see in in live time. Like, I mean, it's or in our home. <sighs> Martha, let me ask you, you're a straight shooter. Do you see any duplicity between the mayors not wanting even peaceful protests, but yet shops are being set on fire in the city? I do. I mean, why why does she get protection and she's not pushing for protection for these other stores, these people who own their businesses their exactly. whole lives who got the windows kicked in exactly. and they got to start over for the urban... They was locking motherfuckers up for being out in the COVID protecting their fucking property, their storefronts. They was literally letting criminals run out of stores with shit while they was locking up the store owner and shit for violating COVID restriction. What?
families who don't have police on their corners the way they used to, or some of them have just adopted a different posture because they're terrified of what might happen if they actually show up for the call and you know something something gets misinterpreted, which does happen in some of these cases. Not in all of them. Some of them are legitimate abuse in some of these cases. But you know, so those things need to be recognized in a big way. Remember, this is also the mayor who went to get her hair done when she told everyone else that the salon needed yeah. to be closed because exactly. she said, you know, I'm the mayor. You know, and so, I so need I a haircut. One thing about about um, Washington D.C. and uh, Jefferson and uh, Jackson Square in front of the White House. I was just there the other day. I run in that area a lot. It breaks my heart, Juan. The reason that whole thing is cordoned off is because it's been destroyed. The windows are broken. Everything is boarded up. Graffiti is everywhere. They tried to pull the statue down in the middle of that beautiful historic place. Um, so until we figure out a way to, to keep those areas safe, <laughs> you look at that wine face. You're right. It's a crime. It, it breaks my heart to see Lafayette Square Park. It really, really does. Jesse, I'll give you the last well, quick word. He's on got this a bunker issue. too. <laughs> Nice try, Juan. Jesse, last quick I, word. Yeah. Juan is yeah, terrible. If man. one of those radical Antifa Black Lives Matter ever got a hold of Trump, he'd be dead. That's why he's secure, Juan. I understand the hypocrisy. If you're a suburban couple wearing a pink polo shirt, you're not allowed to secure your property. Huh. But if you're a Democratic mayor in Chicago, you're allowed. And the other hypocrisy is this. Chicago has tried to prohibit you from owning a handgun. They're trying to prohibit you from owning an AR-15. They don't protect businesses big and small. Defund the police. And they don't prosecute the looters and the rioters and people that attack police officers. That is the hypocrisy. My nigga. I mean, literally, is that's a no-brainer. You see what I'm saying? Like, I ain't even got to, you know what I mean, explain my position on that. Like, that's that's literally a no-brainer, my nigga. You see what I'm saying? Like, these people are literally attempting to flush the motherfucking uh, 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 country down the fucking toilet. You know what I'm saying? Like, they politicizing everything and shit. They politicizing everything, dog. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well... Trump don't want UPS. Yeah, who said he didn't want USPS? You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, t t Trump said the Kennedy Center can't get no money. Why the fuck should the Kennedy Center be getting paid when we all need to get paid? You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, t t t t t Trump said uh, 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 ladies first. Like, nigga, if you a gentleman, let ladies go first, motherfucker. I'm sorry, but I don't understand your point. I don't get none of this shit that you bitching about right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that, that makes me mad. That's what makes me the fuck upset. The fact that I got to literally sit here and fucking listen to this bullshit. It's bullshit, man. Like, this shit is bullshit. You know what I mean? And that shit is fucking... It's ignorant for y'all to fucking be like, well, you know, blame everything on Trump. You can't. You can't. And that shit is fucking whack. So now I'm about to go over to the Democrats just literally politicizing everything. So we're going to slide over to Jim Jordan real fast. And, uh, you know, he's going to give us his take on this mailbox debacle and shit. You already should know. Let's do it. Let's Congressman Jim Jordan joins us right now. Beautiful state of Ohio. He's on the House Judiciary Committee, the ranking member there. Congressman, uh, always good to have you. Good to be with um, you. What did you make of what the Postmaster General was saying on the whole mail-in 
ballot issue uh, because he says, I think the American public should be able to vote by mail. He says, we'll deploy processes and procedures that advance any election mail, in some cases ahead of first class mail. Uh, do you think that adequately addresses the concerns some Democrats had, many in your own party, that he was sent there by the president to, 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 to make that next impossible? Well, the real concern is when you go with live ballots sent out to everyone, as some states are doing, that, that haven't, haven't done this before. And it, you need no better, better example than the sponsor of today's legislation, the chairwoman of the Oversight Committee, Carolyn Maloney. Her election was on June 23rd, but it took six weeks to determine who the winner was. So that's the concern the president has. That's the concern I have. That's the concern I think lots of Americans have. Absolutely. This is not about the Postal Service. This is about politics. The Postal Service, is, they got $14 billion cash on hand. They got a $10 billion line of credit. They're, they're making more money right now than they were at this same point last year. So it, it, they're, 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 they're removing some sorting machines and changing out some mailboxes. Guess what, Neil? Every postmaster general has done that. In fact, between 2011 and 2016, President Obama removed 12,000 mail collection boxes. Thank you. Was he trying to influence an election? Yes, he was. So yeah, is, he was trying to influence it. Yeah. Politics from the Democrats. One more way they think they can go after the president and attack the White House. Uh, I think Americans see through it. Americans want their elections to work safely. They want it to be secure. We all want that to happen. So let's make sure we focus on that. You know, nevertheless, Congressman, the president did say earlier uh, this week that he opposed election aid for states and an emergency bailout for the Postal Service, citing, among other things, that it might restrict many Americans' ability to vote by mail. But he also said that voting by mail has repeatedly made the claim that mail-in ballots can lead to widespread fraud. Yeah, that's so true. That's absolutely true. This is as much about his trying to stymie the process than, than enhance it. No, I think this is the Democrats' plan politics. I mean, well, Neil, ask yourself this question, your viewers. Why are we voting on the bill today, but not having the hearing on the legislation tomorrow from the Postmaster General until Monday? Yeah. Normally, it's the other way around. Normally, you want to get all the information, hear from the person in charge, the Postmaster General. How much you want to bet on Monday? How much you want to bet on Monday? They treat the Postmaster General like Bill Barr. Just like they treated the Attorney General three weeks ago. How much you want to bet? Because this, again, this is not about any type of policy solution or concerns about or finding out this answers is this blame game was yeah. first the russia investigation then their first big hearing in this committee this this congress michael cohen and he came in and lied seven times then it was the the, the fake ukraine impeachment now this is just the latest effort of the democrats to go after the president and again i think the american people see it as evidenced by the simple fact we're voting on a 25 billion dollar piece of legislation today and yet we haven't had a hearing on it the hearing is going to happen after the fact so that tells you right there, this is not serious about real legislation. This is not real serious effort. This is political. You know, I understand where you're coming from, Congressman, but if, if you're the President of the United States and you've long expressed, he's not the only one, reservations about an overwhelmed system dealing with what could be 100 million mail-in ballots, do you think he would welcome uh, cutting financing for the post office to make no, that of course not. Uh, next to impossible. No, now, well, that's what Democrats are charging. No, so the timing of all this is not yeah. odd to you. Not, and, not odd. No, it's like so many things the Democrats have said. It's not true. I mean, come on. But, but I, I tell you what is a concern. 
do, do you really think if you if you mailed a ballot to every single voter, 150 million ballots, do you really think we know who the the, the outcome and have all those ballots counted on election night? No. Nope. We know from passing. We know what happened in New Jersey last month. They had their primary primary election. Their primary election, it took four weeks to count those. We know what happened in New York in the chairman of this committee, the sponsor of today's legislation. We know what happened in one congressional primary, her race. The election was June 23rd, and it took six weeks to determine a winner. Do we really want that in the biggest election, a presidential election, with 150 million people potentially voting? That, that, that's the scary thing. So, look, if, 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 if that's the concern I think the president has, and that's what he's expressing. Right. No, I understand. Maybe I wasn't clear on my question, Congressman. That 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 the timing of of cutting aid uh, would would actually fit in with that notion. What you were against the smell of ballots. So it's going to overwhelm the system. So we will ahead of time make things more difficult. As, as you know, that's what Democrats are going to but we're not argue about aid. that coincidental timing. The CARES Act that we passed clear back in March, the first big stimulus to deal with the coronavirus situation. Gave them money till September money to, 2021. They're sitting on, and they're actually bringing in, as I said earlier, bringing in more money now than they were at this point last year. So it's it just not based in reality, the Democrats' claims. Absolutely. See, that's why I fucks with the fucking Jim Jordan and shit, because that nigga know what the fuck he be talking about. This is it's not real. Y'all niggas is tripping over nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all literally... Like, literally buying into the motherfucking, you know, the bullshit. And that's the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So now, I'm going to let y'all niggas know why these motherfuckers really is trying to, you know, like, push all this. Trump doing all this extra shit again. Because remember, before Trump got in office and shit, he said, he told Hillary, uh, she was like, yeah, you don't need a president like him because he was like, you'll be in jail. And everybody went crazy, like, oh, shit. Oh, he said she was going to jail. That shit was hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, these motherfuckers is, you know, on their way to jail and shit. You know what I'm saying? They, The FBI is declassifying shit. The CIA declassifying shit. The Department of Justice declare, declassifying shit. And niggas is about to fall over this Obama gate shit. So they just panicking, 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 including your fucking Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and her fucking uh, uh, master, Chuck Schumer, and fucking Adam Schiff, and motherfucking uh, 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 fucking James Comey, and all the motherfuckers about to go to jail, bro. Check this shit. Welcome back. Now, this breaking news, for three years, we have been reporting on the double standard of justice that existed during the FBI's separate but simultaneous investigations into Trump-Russian collusion and Hillary Clinton's emails. Here's what Attorney General Bill Barr told me during my exclusive interview with him back in May. I do believe there were two standards of justice uh, during a period of time at, uh, toward the end of the Obama administration. And uh, all I can do about it is apply one standard of justice, the right standard of justice, and make sure we apply it to everybody equally. And that's what I'm trying to do. Joining me right now with breaking news is Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham. He has an exclusive newly declassified document that he says proves the FBI applied that different standard of justice to Hillary Clinton versus Donald Trump. Senator, mm. it is good to have you this morning. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh-oh. Thank you. Well, so this is Take the mother of our standards. 2015, we... yeah. And, and, then keep okay. him, and, then, and then keep in mind that Lindsey Graham wasn't with the president either. At first, he was calling him a jackass and 
saying he needed to get him out. And then he started seeing the work he was putting in. He was like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, they just hating on him. He believed the motherfucker still dossier at first as well and shit. So Hillary Clinton announces for, for president in April 20... Okay, in April of 2015, Hillary makes the announcement, I'm running for president. It was pretty well known. In March of 2015, the FBI finds out about a plot by a foreign government to lobby her campaign and funnel millions of dollars into the Clinton campaign illegally. They open up an investigation... They want a FISA warrant against a Clinton operative who is connected to the foreign government. What happens? The FBI's seventh floor says, we're not going to let you get a warrant until you defensively brief the Clinton campaign. In October of 2015, FBI personnel met with the Clinton campaign to tell her about the problem so she could fix it. They never issued the FISA warrant. That was the right way to do business. Forward to 2016, four counterintelligence investigations opened by the FBI against the Trump campaign. They never tell him about it so he can fix it. They give him a generic briefing about general threats you need to watch out for as a campaign. Not only did they not mention Flynn, Papadopoulos, Manafort, any of the people, they sent an Roger FBI Stone. agent into the generic briefing to spy on Flynn and Trump to monitor their behavior when they gave them the general briefing and did a 302 uh, summary of the defensive briefing. They used it as a way to spy on Trump and they uh, informed Clinton about the problem she was facing so, so she could fix it. The ultimate double standard. This is unbelievable. So we have these documents to show on air and these documents which are now declassified show that they found out in March of 2015 that in fact there was right. a foreign government trying to get Hillary Clinton <laughs> elected. Which foreign government was it? Russia. I can't tell you that, but there was an effort by a foreign government to funnel money into her campaign. They picked it up in March. The FBI wanted a FISA warrant to follow the activity. The seventh floor, the leadership of the FBI said, no, you can't get a warrant until you defensively brief her. They did that in October. They gave her a chance to fix the problem. I assume she did. They never did that to Trump. They never told Trump, oh, by the way, you got a card page problem. you got a Papadopoulos problem. As a matter of fact, not only did they not tell Trump, they used a generic briefing to spy on Trump. And the seventh floor comes into play again in 2017. The FBI field office wanted to close the uh, Flynn investigation out. They wanted to drop uh, General Flynn from Crossfire Hurricane because there was no there there. The seventh floor, through Strzok, told him, keep it open. So the seventh floor is insisting that Clinton get briefed before you can get a warrant in 2015. The seventh floor is insisting you keep a surveillance uh, open on plan when the professionals wanted to close it. The seventh floor at the FBI was a political operation in the 2016 campaign, and people in that seventh floor need to be fired and or go to jail. A lot more people than that. And so the seventh floor, meaning the offices of Jim Comey and Andrew McCabe on the seventh floor. The seventh floor is the leadership of the FBI. Absolutely. This is important for your audience. Foreign governments are going to try to influence our democracy for the rest of our lives. We need to have tools 
to, to find out about that. And when you find out about a foreign government trying to influence a campaign, you need to protect the campaign, not spy on it. They did it right for Clinton. They used the counterintelligence investigation to spy on Trump. That is a double standard. That is political bias. And I'm hoping Durham is looking at this. I cannot tell you how inappropriate it is to do what they did to Trump. They never told him about the problem. They used the problem as a way to spy on him. Wow. And they had four and didn't get nothing. going into the Trump campaign. But had a whole impeachment over but like six things. You had Carter yes. Page, you had General Flynn, and, and Sam Clovis. Was that the fourth one? Uh, uh, you had Page, uh, Papadopoulos, Flynn, and the, let's just put it this way. There was four. They never told Trump, by the way, yes. we're looking at people in your campaign. You may have a problem. But remember this. They found a foreign government wanting to give Hillary Clinton millions of dollars, and they let her know about it, so that right. didn't happen. They never did anything to protect Trump. China. The counterintelligence investigation is, is supposed to protect the American interest against foreign influence. When it came to Trump, they didn't try to protect him. They tried to set him up for failure. So I hope some Democrat cares yep. about this. If it can happen to a Republican, why can't it happen to a Democrat? Exactly. This is an abuse of the counterintelligence program designed to protect America from foreign influence. When it came to Trump, they used this as a tool, a political tool, to get a man they didn't like and didn't want him to be president. This is a very big deal, and so I hope Trump is looking at it. And she was able to fire that person who was complicit in trying to help a foreigner get money into her campaign. She was able to fix the problem. That, yes, and they never allowed Trump to fix the problem. They actually used a That's generic right. briefing to spy on him. They sent an FBI agent into the briefing to spy on the candidate. This is like one of the worst interviews I ever fucking watched. Like, her timing couldn't be any worse. And it's just terrible. They never did this for Trump. They did it for Clinton. They did it for Feinstein. Now, why didn't they do this for Trump? Because they were out to get him. How much more evidence do you need that the FBI was a political operation in 2016? Uh, real quick, I want to ask you about Bill Priestep, because the last time you were on with us, you told us that you were going to interview him this past week. That interview didn't happen, did it? No, his lawyer contacted us and put conditions on the interview that are unacceptable. I'm going to subpoena him. It was Bill Precept who gave in the, the Senate intel a briefing about the reliability of the subsource in 2018 that basically whitewashed the actual evidence. They told the intel committee the subsource was reliable. We know in 2017 it was all a bunch of garbage. So I'm going to turn that over to Durham, and I need the Senate intel committee to work with me. You were briefed by the FBI in 2018 about the reliability of the subsource. You had suspicions, and I'm here to tell you, you were lied to. So I need your help to get to the bottom of that. This is a complete double standard from day one. Absolutely. He knew you were going to call. He, he had initially said, I'll come voluntarily, but then I guess maybe he saw you talking about it. We talked about it just last week. And then he called and said, well, the only way he's coming in with these conditions. You said, no, there's not going to be any conditions around this. 
you know, we're going to get to the truth. Now, I'm not a prosecutor. I can't prosecute anybody. I can't fire anybody. Uh, Durham's a good guy. Barr's been great in declassifying this. Director Ray has helped me. But Director Ray needs to clean house over there. And the bottom line is, I don't know what Mr. Precept did or didn't do, but I know the briefing given to the Intel Committee was an absolute lie about the reliability of the subsource. And I'm going to get documents tomorrow to find out how that briefing was put together. And I'm going to turn it over to Durham because it does sound to me like there was an effort to mislead the Senate Intel Committee a year after the FBI knew better about the subsource. If they had told the Senate Intel Committee well, the truth about the reliability of the subsource, it would expose their lie to the FISA court. Absolutely. Niggas Senator about Reed, to go to jail. In terms of unearthing all jail. of these things and communicating jail. it to our audience, we so appreciate jail. your time this morning, sir. We'll be watching your work. Final, Thank you. Why? why why am I final finding this in August of 2020? Why is it taking this long? Why is it taking this long? I've got a great staff. We just stumbled upon this. There's probably more out there. Man, that nigga, hey, Lindsey Graham, I'm going to keep it a bean, man. Like, he is some tiny ass boy, dog. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And I feel like he covering his ass by chasing... These motherfuckers that's fucking up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because the motherfucker just exposed him in Shadowgate a little bit. And it's just funny that, like, you know, the the, the weekend, the week after Shadowgate fucking dropping shit, you know what I'm saying? He pulling motherfuckers' cards left and right. I think that is fucking hilarious. You want to hear Shadowgate is back at uh, 102, I believe. And uh, that's a crazy-ass situation. Y'all should check it out. You already should know. It's the Wednesday episode. So, whatever day that dropped and shit. But, you already know we're going to come back on the other side. Close this joint out, man. I love y'all, man. And I fucking love this show. It's your boy. So, we back. You already know. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy out there, man. You know what I mean? I just said a lot. You know what I'm saying? That shit is really, like, stressing and shit when you diving through this information, you digging this shit out, you finding this shit, you trying to alert other people to this shit, and it's just, it, it's, it's a real job, man, but somebody got to do that shit, you know what I'm saying, like, Dog, I just want y'all to keep y'all head on a swivel. You know what I mean? I want y'all to stay on point. I want y'all to keep, I mean, looking around, searching, making sure, you know what I mean, shit is all good. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be uh, contacting a lot of y'all uh, Monday evening to link up with y'all on Tuesday to give y'all y'all free shit y'all won from the episode 100 giveaway. So be on the lookout for that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I want to say thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for supporting the show. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for, you know, rocking with us, man. Like, I know it's a lot, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the people that donate to us, thank you even more. You know what I'm saying? Because you allow us to upgrade our systems and shit and do shit like this episode 100 giveaway be able to go get products that people can use and use for a while and you know what i'm saying like i just think it's dope 
You know what I mean? And uh, shit, just, you know, being able to do this is a blessing. Being able to be here with y'all is an even bigger blessing. You know what I'm saying? Y'all taking information from these shows is the biggest blessing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, like, we, it's coming to a head, man. You can see it in the streets, you know, of Portland. You know what I mean? Fucking Denver. You know what I'm saying? Seattle. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit is, like, slowly going lefter, lefter, lefter the closer the fucking election get. And again, if Joe win, we're going to have a civil war. You know what I mean? If Trump win, we're going to be on the verge of world war because we're going to be in the process of stopping globalism. So before his four, his second four years is up, we'll be seeing a war start. You know what I'm saying? But at least it won't be us versus us at home. You know what I mean? Shit go back to normal where people get fucking insulted and that shit just, you know, all right, go home, sleep it off. Not ban everybody that liked the status and shit. You know what I'm saying? 30-day Facebook restrictions and shit. Like, what the fuck is that about? And why do we give so much a fuck about Facebook restrictions? You know what I'm saying? It's probably because it's our way to connect to the world and shit. And uh, it's crazy. But if you listening to this in portion, yo, uh, send me your email and shit. So I can put it. I'm, I'm trying to like put it in like a newsletter form. Where I could just have all the emails together just in case I'm kicked off Facebook. I can still get y'all the show and shit. You know what I'm talking about? And, uh, yeah, man, for real, for real, I just, you know, I'm enjoying my freedom and shit. I hope you enjoy your freedom as well. You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous out here. You know what I mean? These motherfuckers want your kids. They want you to be with the same sex. It's like they manufacturing Sodom and Gomorrah. I just had to explain somebody. You know, yes, there were other sins going on in Sodom and Gomorrah, but God destroyed, had the angel destroy God, Sodom and Gomorrah because they tried to have sex with the angel, nigga. They said, oh, this is the last straw, nigga. We, nigga, if you don't get out of here now, you going with it. Oh, yeah, let me get the fuck out of here. Smart man. You know what I'm talking about? Very intelligent people. <laughs> get the fuck out of there while you can, brother. Yes, you like the city. It got some nice views, but it's about to go up in flames right now. Listen, man. Keep your head on the motherfucking swivel, dog. Keep your motherfucking air to the ground. If you got anything, you know what I mean, you think I should be looking into, continue to send that shit to me. Continue to come on with it, man. Real shit. You know what I mean? We in this shit together, man. We fighting together. We rumbling together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we literally got to depend on each other right now. It's can be the last days if we don't put a pause on this shit you know what i mean it's your boy mr p i bring you that civilian talk please wake up american news because if we don't wake up today we may not have an america to wake up to tomorrow you feel me and uh fucking love y'all man you already know it's your boy <laughs>